Welcome back to Command Line TV. In this episode, we'll continue our look at file management using CP, RM, and the makeDir, removeDir commands. So now that we've finished up on the move command, I know that there's also the copy command. Is there much difference between those two? The main difference is just that um, move will take its source files and rename them or put them somewhere else. So then the source files don't exist anymore. Copy will recreate the files by making a copy of the content. So your source files will continue to exist when you use a copy. Other than that, a lot of it is the same. So if I look at the help for copy, you see the same formats here with um, either source and destination or multiple sources followed by a directory. And then a lot of the options are the same as well. I can do interactive and no clobber for the same reasons with copy. Um, and there are a few other things it supports that move does not. So let's uh, try out the simplest form of it. I've got a weblog here that's marked as being July 11th. If I just want to make a copy of that file in place, I can specify CP and then the file name and then give it a different file name. So maybe I just put the next day's date there. And now um, when I did MV, this would be like a rename, but now it's a copy, so the original still exists. And if we look at the detailed listing, they have exactly the same size, um, and they have the same contents. So if I look at the first couple of lines in both of those files, they are exactly the same. So it's just making a copy of the data under a different file name. Now another form of copy is to copy multiple files into a new directory, or into an existing directory even. So if I go down into my Think Java Figs, where I moved um, all of my uh, Fig and EPS files into these separate subdirectories, I could do that. So right now inside the Fig directory, I've got a bunch of files called something.fig. And I can do copy from fig slash star. So that means all of the files within that fig directory, I want to move them to the current directory. Um, the way we specify current directory is just with a single dot, which makes it really easy to miss when you see this command, like printed on a web page or something. A lot of times that dot will disappear or you'll think it's a speck of dust on your screen or something. But um, that dot is important because it specifies the destination directory. So if I do that, now all of those .fig files are in the current directory, but they also have copies in fig as well, so it keeps both. So that's both formats of the fig command. One other um, option that copy and move both support that we haven't touched on yet is called verbose. So a lot of commands have a dash v option, which means verbose it means it should explain what's going on as it happens. Um, and this is as opposed to usual, like most Unix commands will be very quiet and they will only put out a message when there's something seriously wrong. So we can do, let's do the same thing with the EPS folder. So copy um, EPS slash star into the current directory, but this time I'm gonna use the dash V option. 
and it will give me a transcript of all of the copies that it had to do in order to uh, implement that. So if you want to copy an entire directory worth of files, um, the copy command can do that too. Let's say I'm here where I've got this Django um, project, and I want to make a copy of that to start new projects out of it. So if I do copy Django, and then we're going to call it project1, um, at first it will refuse to do that. It says omitting the directory. So there's an option that will tell copy it's okay to make copies of entire directories, and that's dash r for recursive. So copy dash r Django to project1 um, means now that I've got a project1 directory that has the same contents as the original Django directory. And it's fun to combine that with the verbose because then you get to see lots and lots of files being created. So let's just try it again to create project two. And you can see that even down to the subdirectories, like it's making a copy of this Django Media SAS uh, .scss and putting the same structure within the project two directory. Um, and so we can see Django compared to Project 2. I guess a good thing to point out is that it's also copying the um, date as well, the date and time as well. Yeah, this date and time, it's um, like the originals were June 1st, and then um, the copy actually gets a new timestamp. So it's not preserving the timestamps currently. There is a way for it to do that, which is the dash A option. If we go back to that help screen, um, dash A stands for archive, and that means it preserves all sorts of information. One of them is timestamps, but it can also be permissions and some other stuff. Um, so if I repeat that last copy command, instead of RV, I can type AV. And the A for archive includes doing recursive. So you can keep the R if you want to, but it is not needed anymore because A implies dash R. So I make a copy of Django into project three, and now if I compare Django to project three, we see that the timestamps get preserved as well. So Professor, earlier in this episode, we actually made a directory to do some work in it. Can we go more in depth as to what um, the capabilities are of that? Yeah, so Mictor um, offers basically it's one of the very simple commands. You just type mctr and then the directory name or multiple directory names. But there is one cool thing that it supports that's very useful, which is imagine that you want to create a tree structure of a directory like down a couple of levels. So instead of just creating a single directory, I might want to, um, like let's say create you know, project four slash, uh, assets slash JS, because that's where I want to put my JavaScript files for my web project or something. The trouble with this is that Maker will refuse to create that if the project for itself doesn't exist, right? So this would mean I want project for as a directory within that, I want assets as a directory within that, I want JS as a directory. That's three separate directories it's supposed to create, and it will not do that. So one solution is to do it one at a time. 
I could say make dir project four, press enter. And then once that exists, I can do make dir project four slash assets, press enter and so on. But the cooler way is um, make dir supports an option dash p. This just means to create all of the parent directories necessary to create what I said. And so just make dir dash p. And now within project four, let, let's see the top level first. Within project four, I've got assets. Within that, I've got JS. And that is then empty. But it created the entire tree. And if we did the tree command, it would show the entire structure as well, correct? Yeah. I don't know if we used tree before. It's a great command, though. Um, so tree is kind of a way to visualize a directory tree um, using these kind of line drawing characters. It doesn't exist on every Unix system, and you might have to install it, but it's something definitely worth having. Um, so yeah, it looks like that. Um, yeah, so we can see that, that tree structure that we created using makedir-p. Now, for removing directories, there's a command rmdir. Um, so if I decide I don't want that JS folder, I could say rmdir project 4 assets JS, and it would remove that one folder from assets. The parent directories still exist. It only removed the bottommost one that I specified. What if I want to remove the whole project 4 directory? So if I tried rmdir project four, it will actually complain because, you know, this is unusual. Most Unix commands will just do something awful without uh, complaining. But, um, but this one actually will prevent you from removing a directory unless it's completely empty. Um, it cannot have any subdirectories or any files in it, even the hidden dot files. So, um, so that doesn't work, and I would have to do them one at a time, like remove project four assets and then remove project four. And rmdir doesn't have an option that lets you shortcut that. However, there's another command, which is just rm. So rm has a deserved reputation of being a very sharp tool. Um, it will delete lots and lots of stuff very quickly and if you mistype a command a little bit, you can really make things difficult on yourself. Um, so by default, rm will just delete files. So let's take a look here. I've got these weblog files. Um, let's say I want to rm weblog star, right? And press enter. Very quick and quiet, but those two files are gone. Um, so that's rm. Now, if you want to remove a directory, rm, for example, project2, that doesn't work because it's a directory, and rm by default only removes files. But it doesn't take much to convince rm to do more destructive things. So the one option we'll learn is dash r, which, of course, is for recursive. And this means it will go into that directory, delete all of the files, any subdirectories and their files, and so on. The entire tree, it will just blow away. And again, it's very fast, and now all of those files are gone. 
So is there a way we can protect ourselves from RM-R? Set up another alias on it? Yeah, exactly. So RM, let's take a look at the help first. It supports the interactive, just like move and copy did, which means before every removal it will prompt. Maybe you don't want that, um, but, but I think it's not a bad idea to have an alias for that. So let's try that. Where did I keep my aliases before? Was dot bash sh oh rc bash rc yeah um, so I'm gonna go in there and let's add an alias for rm equals rm dash i and I'll put a little comment above this <laughs> okay so now I've got an alias for rm that doesn't take effect immediately I would have to close the terminal and reopen another one, or uh, source that file. Now it, it's there as an alias. And um, so now if I do rm-r project1, it will slow me down quite a lot. Um, first of all, do you want to descend into this directory in the first place? Yes. Do you want to descend into templates? Yes. Do you want to remove this file which is empty? Okay. So this obviously slows you down if you, uh, if you um, type something by accident. But if you really seriously want to remove a bunch of stuff, um, one way to get around an alias is, by the way, to stop that, I just hit Control-C to cancel that command. Control-C wouldn't undo any deletes that have already happened. It just cancels it where it is. Uh, in the process. So if I want to actually delete that whole directory, one way to um, bypass an alias is to put a backslash before the command. And now if I've got an rm as an, as an alias, this will skip the alias and just go to the regular command. So that will now delete all of the project one directory very fast. Um, so it's a little bit of a trade-off, right? If RM with interactive is asking too many questions, then what you're going to do when you really need to delete something is just type backslash RM. And actually, I've acquired that habit. Personally, my own bash RC has um, RM aliased RM-I, but I always, I never type just RM. It's just in my bones now to type, or in my fingers to type backslash rm whenever I want to delete something. So the alias doesn't really do me any good. One of the other options of rm that can be especially dangerous is the dash f. So we see here dash f means force. Um, so force basically um, means if there's something preventing deletion that can be um, resolved. So for example, if I've set up a permission on a file so that I'm not allowed to to write to it, to, to delete it. Um, it can try to actually modify the permissions in order to allow that again. Um, and if so, if I'm allowed to change the permission to allow me to delete it, then it will still delete it. Um, so that's a pretty serious thing. So when you combine recursive with forcing, that really becomes quite dangerous. And so RM-RF, even in like nerd culture, is known to be like a a very dangerous thing to do. And it actually gives me chills a little bit even to type it. Um, and one thing you never ever want to do probably is, I can't even type this, it's, it's 
I'm going to separate the RM so it doesn't cause me real problems, is uh, if you put a slash here, right, slash is a way to refer to the top level of your file system, the root directory, and so this means start at the top of my entire disk or even multiple disks and try to delete everything, everything. you can. Yeah. So, uh, so that's a pretty awful command and you should probably try never to type it. Alright, so today we cover a lot of file management using the copy, the remove, the move, as well as the make and remove directories. So next time I think we're going to look at image magic, which is a pretty exciting suite of command line tools for doing image processing. Uh, you can do things like convert images from one format to another. You can automate uh, things like applying filters to images, shrinking them, cropping them, all sorts of things. Um, so I think that's going to be a pretty exciting one because we're going to move beyond just the simple commands that do things you already know how to do on a maybe a desktop um, file manager. And we're going to start to see some things that we can do on the command line that are pretty, pretty different. So I'll see you then.